Good evening and welcome to the Rust Belt Clansman Show right here on White Pride Radio. I'm your host, Paul Brown, and I am broadcasting from beneath the Fiery Cross on a hillside at an undisclosed location in the Rust Belt region of America. Here on the Rust Belt Clansman Show, I begin with a pro-white commentary piece, then follow up with some mainstream media news articles, and give my honest opinion on each one. So let's begin with this evening's commentary. Good evening and welcome to the Rust Belt Klansman Show right here on White Pride Radio. I am your host, Paul Brown, and today is Tuesday, July 12th, 2022, and it is 7 p.m. here in the Rust Belt. This evening's commentary is titled, Democrats' Anti-Democratic Delusions Require Population Control. Watching the Democrats react to the fall of Roe v. Wade has made one thing crystal clear. They demand that all of us, at all times, live within the strictures of their delusions. For several years now, the political left has been prattling on about protecting our precious democracy, while intentionally ignoring America's basic constitutional freedoms and unalienable rights. With its Dobbs decision, the Supreme Court achieved a resounding victory in the name of democracy by returning the legality of abortion back to the people and their representatives in the state governments. Let the people decide. You can't get more democratic than that. Yet the Democratic Party has descended into paroxysms of rage and madness and its demands that something be done to force all Americans to accept child murder as a sacred right. Senator Elizabeth Warren and Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez want to set up emergency abortion clinics on federal lands, including national parks. That's how important it is for the leftists to force everyone else in America to accept only their worldview at the expense of all others. It is not sufficient that the blue states of New York and California can continue killing unborn children. Instead, red state voters must also be forced to participate in child murder. And if their state representatives refuse to yield, then so be it. The pristine oasis of America's national parks will simply be turned into places of carnage and death. Moreover, grizzly bears. That's a new apex predator in the woods. Of course, mandatory acceptance of abortion as a sacred right is only the most recent vivid example of how difficult it is for the left to accept any viewpoints not its own. Ten years ago, Americans would have predicted that today men would be dominating women's sports. 
elementary school children would be attending Drag Queen Story Hour, and students would be charged with sexual harassment for refusing to use plural pronouns when referring to a transgender classmate. There was no Democrat vote held before imposing this new worldview upon the public. No great legislative session reflecting the people's beliefs preceded Democrats' new obsession with transgenderism at every turn. Most Americans went to bed one night quite certain in their understanding of what dis distinguishes a man from a woman, only to wake up the next day to be told that everything they had ever learned about basic human biology and genetics was fundamentally unsound. Stragglers refusing to accept the new anti-scientific transgender delusion as scientific fact have been cast aside as bigots, or worse, accused of hate crimes. And a perfect example of the synergy between the pro-abortion and pro-trans delusions, a well-known trans educator and abortion superfan encapsulated the left's capacity for tolerating diverse points of view by responding to Roe's demise with a Supreme Court assassination challenge on Twitter. Voila, accept the new delusions as reality for your own good. Perhaps no issue more subsistently describes today's sharp political divisions than the question of whether individual human life is seen as a blessing or a curse. While America adjusts to the new reality of a post-Roe world in which the determination of abortion's legality is returned to the judgment of the sovereign state governments and their citizens, it is far from the only debate centered on human life. Everything about the left's Green New Deal agenda to transform the economy from one based on hydrocarbon energy to one hiccuping along on solar panels and windmills centers on the delusion that planet Earth is more important than individual human life. Starting families and having children are viewed as selfish acts that only exuberate humanity's nefarious carbon footprint. <clears throat> as a testament to anti-human greenies, successful propaganda over the last few decades birth rates around the world have been sharply declining, and the COVID-19 pandemic has only accelerated this trend. For the political left, declining births has been welcome news. How could it be perceived otherwise? Overpopulation has been an instrumental part of the global warning, doomsdaying dogma for decades. Ever since Paul and Ann Eichrich's the population bomb, sacred bejesus out of people, scared the bejesus out of people in 1968 with predictions of imminent famine and societal anarchy in the 70s and 80s. Various strains of the environmental movement have been gnashed their teeth over the exponential growth of the human species from one to eight billion souls following the technological innovations of the Industrial Revolution. Nearly two centuries before the Enrichs' dire warnings, 
British economist Thomas Malthus laid the groundwork for all later demographers when he published an essay arguing that unchecked population growth is inevitably leads to mass starvation. What did he see as potential checks that would prevent such a tragedy? Among other things, delaying marriage, forsaking children, birth control, and homosexuality. Much as climate change crusaders take as gospel truth the evil of hydrocarbon energy, the claim that too many humans already inhabit the planet has been an enduring mantra of Mother Earth's most staunch defenders. Population control, whether seen as a strict limiting of a population's growth or as the strict regulation of a population's freedom, touches every hot political issue of today. Will taxpayers be forced to fund abortion? Will female athletes be forced to compete against men? Will citizens be forced to take experimental vaccines? Will Americans be forced to pay soaring gas prices until they either become too impoverished to own a personal vehicle or reluctantly choose to invest $60,000 in a new electric automobile dependent upon an aging electrical grid powered by natural gas and coal? In a truly democratic society, these important questions would be left to the people to decide. In a society where everyone must accept the Democrats' delusions as their own or suffer the consequences, however, real democracy is the last thing on the Democrats' minds. Instead, their ideal government sounds a lot like Chinese President's recent announcement that communism has brought too true democracy to Hong Kong. You sit and watch our country crumble. You complain about where America is headed. You even say that the Republicans are just as bad as the Democrats. You say what America needs is a third political party, one that will work for the people, one that follows God's laws, not man-made-up ones, a government run how our forefathers set up and intended America's government to remain. Have you ever heard of the Knights Party? A legally registered third political party with the goal of political power? It's right here, right now, striving hard to reach its goals. But we need your help. You don't have to join anything if you don't want to, but you could contribute. We don't have major donors like the Republicans and Democrats. No, no Jewish funding. Just good, honest folks like yourself who are fed up with the direction America is heading. Instead of complaining about what's going on, do something. Check out the Knights Party website at www.kkk.org.
nationaloffice.com. See what we're about, at least. I think you'll find that we're not so far apart on what we all want. The change America needs. The Knights Party is truly America's last hope. Our email address is nationaloffice at thenightsparty.com. Send us an email asking how you can help. Come on down. The price is always right at the American Heritage Store. We've got all your pro-white needs at reasonable prices. Tell them what we got, Bob. Okay. We've got belt buckles, hats, pins, flags, t-shirts, sweatshirts, and items too many to mention here. Go to www.kkknationaloffice.com and tap on the American Heritage Store banner and see for yourself. No mask required here. Okay, before I get into this Tuesday evening's news, uh, I have an announcement. Uh, I am finally back on my hillside beneath the Fiery Cross, uh, bringing you your news here on the Rust Belt Klansman. Uh, my loyal listeners know that my mother... Uh, uh, was battling cancer. Uh, she is well on her way to rec- uh, recovery. My brother has taken over uh, uh, for the little bit of care and help that she needs right now. Uh, she is doing great uh, for 82 years old. Uh, in three months, uh, there will be another checkup to make sure that the uh, radiation treatments were successful. Uh, which I believe they were, uh, but I'm asking my listeners uh, to keep uh, my mother in your prayers uh, uh, that this radiation uh, treatment that she has just went through was successful, uh, which I believe it was. Uh, But here I am uh, beneath the fiery cross uh, on a hillside uh, bringing you your news again. Uh, So my first article that I had this evening Uh, comes from the Washington Examiner, and the headline is, Leftists Attack DeSantis Civics Education Initiative as White Christian Nationalism. Now, uh, they have that in uh, 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 quote-type thing there, uh, White Christian Nationalism. Now, keep that in mind. Uh, He's attacked for a supposed white Christian nationalism. Uh, If the Founding Fathers were alive today, they might be labeled supporters of white Christian nationalism. Um, I guess I'll just start off with uh, what I was going to get to, uh, the point to this story. Uh, This is a white Christian nation. So, to say that uh, uh, DeSantis... Uh, His education initiative, being white Christian nationalism, and this first sentence says our founding father, if they were alive today, they might be labeled supporters of white Christian nationalism. 
what else would they be labeled? That This is absolutely correct. We live in a white Christian nation, and our founding fathers founded America as a white Christian nation. Now, how in the world did things ever get twisted around in our nation that what we were founded on and our beliefs, our good character and Christian conduct now seems to be a problem? Uh, aren't we supposed to teach? First of all, do you think uh, the little uh, African pygmies teach their children uh, white culture, white heritage, uh, white history? Of course not. Only in America are we supposed to flip what we were founded on and give our nation to a bunch of third-world scumbags. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, we are expected to just turn over the keys to our kingdom. Uh, you know, uh, when I saw that headline and him being attacked for that and saying uh, the, the first sentence there, that if our forefathers were alive today, they would be labeled supporters of white Christian nationalism. They weren't only supporters of it. They founded this nation as a white Christian nation. Uh, you know, they make it sound like our forefathers uh, 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 founded America to make it like this uh, uh, non-white, uh, multiculturalized uh uh, diversified, uh, uh, I don't even know what you would call it, a pot of uh, filth that America is today. But trust me, our forefathers, uh, they're probably turning in their graves when they look at what they have founded. And uh, they are probably ashamed of so many of us that tolerate it, still tolerate it, and left America become uh, what it is today. Uh, you know, over the 4th of July, there was a lot of people uh, uh, putting down America. They hate America. They hate the flag. Let me tell you something. The flag in America itself never did anything. America didn't change. Our white Christian citizens of America tolerated our government changing America. So, you know, uh, to say that you hate America is uh, uh, hypocritical. Uh, we have left it become what it is. And, you know, every hater of America are people that think that we haven't done any or, or haven't uh, succumbed, I guess, to their filth that they want to make America. Uh, uh, like, uh, 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 like America was so bad because we had slaves. So did every other country in the world have slaves. It wasn't just America. So is every country throughout the world supposed to be ashamed? Is every country throughout the world owe black something? Of course not. We don't owe them a dime. As a matter of fact, they get their reparations be by being allowed to stay here, in my opinion. They get their reparations every day, and they have since the day they were born. Because Whitey feeds them, clothes them, houses them, uh, attempts to educate them. 
Uh, who else do we leave in uh, public education system 16 or 17 years on a 12-year education and still come out with a third grade, uh, 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 a 3rd grade level of education, and then when they go for a job, they get it because they're black? Wouldn't you call that some kind of reparations? You know, we let uh, uh, a race with the IQ of uh, average IQ of 70, borderline retarded, we give them privileges. So, you know, uh, this is just one of the things that's happening in America that our forefathers would be turning in our graves. I've mentioned this on the show before. You know, uh, when uh, uh, President Lincoln abolished slavery, he wanted to send the blacks back to Africa. Uh, That's right. Look it up. That is fact. Uh, So, you know, and apparently, you know, that didn't happen. Look look at what we have today. Just what Abraham Lincoln predicted America would become. And now we have uh, 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 sodomites, homosexuals, uh, attempting, well, first of all, we have a government that supports it and promotes it, number one, in a white Christian country. Uh, Our government is so far from what our forefathers intended it to be that it isn't even funny. You know, you have uh, numbnuts Joe. He can't find the door to the White House. And they, they support these things. What's worse yet, we tolerate them supporting, promoting, and pushing this filth in our our country. Not just that, either. Uh, There's many things. I like the open borders. Uh, So anyhow, there, I had that to say just with a headline and a first sentence. Uh, The article continues here. It's an accusation the Americans united for separation of church and state leveled against Governor Ron DeSantis, a Republican from Florida, $106 $106 million Civics Liberty Excellence Initiative, which focuses heavily on teaching America's philosophical underpinnings through primary source documents by launching an investigation Friday. American United President and CEO Rachel Laser said her organization is considering all options to address the new curriculum. Uh, Why wouldn't our children be taught from documents, our documented history, uh, not what um, the leftists are trying to make our history? Uh, They're trying to erase our true history, and this is what our uh, white children in America need to be learning. It's their white history. Screw these other races. If they want to promote other races, their culture, and their history, and their heritage, go to their motherland and do it. It doesn't belong here. You know, our culture, history, and heritage, I'm sure, is taught nowhere in any non-white country. Uh, Nowhere. And I would bet on that. Now, I don't know. I don't have uh, statistics for that. So, you know, when I don't have the statistics, I'll tell you I don't have them. But uh, I would uh, bet my last dollar that there isn't a non-white country in this world that teaches their non-white children white culture, white history, or white heritage. But here in America, we are expected to, uh, you know, they, they, the, the public school systems 
and our government want to teach our white children more culture, heritage, and history of non-white races than they want to do their own. Why? Because our government, uh, along with mainstream media and along with the Jew, want to shame our white into thinking they are bad people, like they have done something wrong. Uh, the reason, uh, in my opinion, why they want to do this, I, in my opinion, I think that uh, all the other races realize from Bible scripture that the white race is God's chosen people, and it's jealousy, uh, especially the Jew. That's why they want to destroy us. Uh, the Jew runs our country. And they are running our country into the ground because they know they couldn't defeat us. They would never be able to defeat us. That's why they use, uh, like the blacks, for example, they will use them for their uh, uh, henchmen, I guess, so to say, <coughs> to do their dirty work because that is the dumbest race. Well, you know, I don't even know that statistically, but an average IQ of 70, which is borderline retarded, is pretty damn dumb. So the Jew manipulates these people into thinking that uh, Whitey owes them something, like they should get reparations, uh, that slavery uh, 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 was caused by and started only by Whitey. Uh, when it wasn't, it, when in fact, if you look at the ship logs that brought the slaves here, uh, guess who owned the ships? the Jew. Don't believe me? Look it up. Uh, so, uh, this should bother everybody when there are people attacking uh, uh, our country uh, and people like uh, Governor Ron DeSantis for wanting to teach children white heritage, white culture, and white history. You know, when you have people attacking him for that, you better... Uh, uh, better see the bigger picture of what's happening in America. We are being erased. We are being genocided in our own, com uh, our own country. Uh, and this is every white nation in the world. It isn't just America. Every white nation in the world is suffering, uh, some not to the extent, some worse even, uh, the same things that we are here in America. Uh, our white brothers and sisters across the globe are going through what we are here in uh, America, most of them. Uh, you know, and I'll often say that too, there's a reason the Jew was kicked out of 109 countries worldwide. I say we make it 110. Uh, get the hell out of our country. Get your nose out of our country and leave us be. Quit asking us to fight your dirty work, uh, wars that you start in the Middle East. Don't ask us to fight for you. Grow a set of balls or sit there and keep your mouth shut. Uh, you know, America shouldn't have to be the strong arm uh, for these uh, weak-ass people that can't fight for themselves. We, you know, we have our own problems here in America, let alone taking up for uh, sissies like the Jew. Uh, because if you look around, uh, it, it's the Jew that thinks, it's the Jew that taught the black people that were racist. 
The black people didn't see us as racist. For God's sake, during slavery, we gave them jobs. Who, who, who's, who listening to the show right now doesn't have to go to work every day to earn enough money for housing, clothing, your family, education, food? This is what the slaves were expected to do. You know, uh, somebody had to pick the cotton. And you know what? And I'll say this, too. If you're too stupid to run the machinery, then you become the machinery. Uh, you know, back then there wasn't tractors and such. And I'm sure there was a lot more to running a cotton farm, or whatever you call that. <coughs> uh, you know, I'm not uh, educated on... Uh, I live in a farming community, uh, but I've never worked on a farm uh, or, or things like that. But uh, it, it just uh, from what I see uh, is what I talk about when I talk about farming. But I imagine that uh, like a cotton farmer, he had more to attend to than picking the cotton. He had to run the farm. He had to take care of the finances uh, with uh, workers with the IQ, average IQ of 70, they couldn't do those things. So they weren't just like any job. You know, you're, you don't start a job when you're CEO of the company. You start at the bottom and you work your way up. Uh, when you're too to work your way up to the next rung of the ladder, you stay at the bottom. But blacks were given food, they were given shelter, they were given clothing. Uh, uh, their basic needs, more than what they got in Africa... They weren't wearing loincloths and uh, uh, spearing their next meal. They weren't drinking from mud puddles. Uh, yeah, and you know what? Before somebody says it, uh, yeah, they had their own fountains. They had to uh, ride at the back of the bus. But guess what? In Africa, they wouldn't have their own fountains. They'd be drinking out of a mud puddle. In Africa, they wouldn't be uh, riding around in buses. Uh, you've seen some, some of the... Uh, of vehicles of these third world non-white countries, if you want to call them vehicles. So, you know, and this was the Jew putting all these ideas into their heads, that somehow whitey's being racist. You know, if we went uh, to Africa, if whites were 13% of, part of, uh, of Africa's population, do you think their government and their people would turn and cater to us? Uh, now, I don't know any African culture or African history, but uh, I, I don't know uh, uh, their religion uh, thing. But, uh, you know, from what I see uh, in Africa, it's not Christianity. Uh, do you think, how do you think Africans would feel if uh, whites were 13% of them, uh, their population, and we dislike their god, Uba Gooba, or whoever they uh, hail to. Do you think they're going to replace their god, Uba Uba, uh, to, uh, w with God, our God, Yahweh God? Of course not. You know, if you went to a country like that and you suggested they get rid of their religion and promote yours above theirs, you're not going to make it very long. Your life expectancy just dropped to about maybe 15 minutes after making a suggestion like that. But here in America, diversity and multiculturalism. 
Whoever thought that would be good and agreed to it, because that is brought on by, guess who? The Jew. You know, I don't talk about the Jews too much on the show, and I don't pick on the Jews uh, too much on the show, but this is fact. This, this is how it is. If we would boot the Jew out of America, this would be a much better place. Because, look at it like this, like an instigator. Uh, they use their nose to stir the pot. It's a simple way to put it, and they do. Uh, just like uh, this article. You know, I'm, I'm way off base of, of this article, but I'm really not so far off base, because this is what you see when this happens. Articles, um, uh, articles against a governor for wanting to teach children their American history, culture, and heritage in their own country. Unbelievable. I can't believe somebody would be that stupid to complain about that. Uh, the article continues here. American United President and CEO uh, Rachel Lazier said her organization is considering, oh, I read that, uh, all options to address the new curriculum. We're not going to sit by while politicians smuggle white Christian nationalism into public school curriculums under the guise of good citizenship, Laser said in July. Uh, this lady admits, or just says here what I'm saying. Like, like in America... We somehow have to try to sneak and smuggle in white history to our children, our children. We shouldn't have to uh, try to smuggle that in. That should be automatic. And then under the guise of good citizenship. Well, you know, uh, I wouldn't know uh, any other... Um, I don't know how to put it, level of um, pride one could have in being one of God's chosen people. Someone of the white race. You can't, you couldn't get a crown on earth any better than that one. Uh, that's why Christianity is being attacked in America and uh, all other uh white uh, countries. Uh, she continues to say, this is another attack in the long war religious extremists and their lawmaker allies have launched on our public schools, as in the Don't Say Gay bill, which shamefully takes effect in Florida. So now a Christian nation, and any Christian knows, any true Christian knows, homosexuality is a sin. So why should that be promoted to our white children? What should be in the uh, classrooms today is the Bible. There should be Bible readings and Bible education in our public schools. You know what? I'll bet w th th there would be uh, very few, uh, I'd like to say none, but very few school shootings if uh, children were taught uh, godly morals, and we're taught God's law. Uh, you know, it will be like the days of yester here. 
Uh, you know, like if you watch the TV shows, uh, Leave It to Beaver and uh, My Three Sons, where the children uh, dressed up, put a shirt and tie on for church, things like that. They were polite, well-mannered. That is what we would have. Uh, and again, the Jew doesn't want that for America. They want America. Uh, the investigation was initiated after the Miami Herald pu uh, published a piece last week on a recent three-day educator training session featuring the views of three teachers who took issue with the initiative's claim about the role of religion, early attitudes towards slavery, and the judicial interpretation method of originalism. Uh, you know, I have uh, several uh, articles I want to get to, so I'm not going to finish that article because the point's already been made. At least my point, anyhow, that, uh, you know, people had better start opening their eyes as to what's going on. Oh, let's see here. Well, let me find this article. You know, uh, you have all these uh, 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 cities and states with the Democrats in them. And, uh, you know, they are um, war zones, uh, pretty much. Uh, you know, you have your uh, uh, black lesbian, uh, uh, Beetlejuice-looking, uh, what's her name? Then it's slipping. I'm sure you know who I mean, uh, even by the uh, referral to Beetlejuice. She is the mayor of uh, Chicago. Lori Lightfoot. I think I'm right with Chicago. I'm not positive. Chicago or Detroit, something like that. Uh, look at that city. Baltimore is Democrat and black run. Uh, you know, it's bad enough, uh, the white run Democrat areas. Uh, because, you know, they promote the homosexuality and uh, 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 the invasion of these illegal immigrants. But then when you add, and uh, now the, the white-run uh, Democrat places, the states and uh, cities and stuff like that, uh, they have high crime too. But the ones with uh, Democrat and black, they have that uh, black mentality in those places. Uh, you know, uh, I've heard the saying uh, many times, uh, you can take the black from the jungle, but you can't take the jungle from the black, which means that you are not going to um, tame someone. Uh, just like, you know, uh, you'll never tame a tiger. A tiger has its... Uh, I don't want to say killer instincts, which, I mean, that's uh, one uh, characteristic of a cat. But you want to change that. You, you can never uh, take that away. And it is the same with uh, most of the black race. Now, I personally, I don't associate with any uh, from the black race. They can seem uh, intelligent or whatever and hold a job. And, uh, you know, but uh, my understanding of the Bible, we are not to, segre we are not to associate with. Uh, 
and I've went over this on the, the story on the show here before. I mean, that doesn't mean I'd be ignorant to them. I mean, of course, we have to be around them, unfortunately, uh, unfortunately work with them. Uh, but you can be civil, but, you know, you ain't going out with uh, uh, out for a beer with uh, Kente, uh after work. You know what I mean? Or going to uh, dinner of uh, uh, grits and collard greens. Well, now, I don't know. Uh, excuse me, anybody from the South. Uh, I'm not uh, saying Southern food. Uh, I'm trying to think of some of the uh, black delicacies. Uh, but anyhow, let's get to this story. Uh, New York City, uh, this comes from the news source, The Blaze. And the headline is, New York City Democrat Mayor Eric Adams, his aide, mugged in broad daylight while scouting location for mayoral event. Yeah, his own aide is, is a black, Eric Adams, the mayor of uh, New York City. An aide for the New York City Democratic mayor, Eric a Adams, was mugged in broad daylight Tuesday while scouting a Brooklyn location for a planned Adams visit, uh, law enforcement sources told the New York Post. The victim, a member of Adams' advance team, even warned the crooks their actions were a bad idea since he's an Adams guy, a high-ranking police source added to the paper. You don't want to do this. I work for the mayor, he told two muggers, the Post reported. The response? One of the crooks simply lifted his shirt, which revealed the butt of a gun tucked into his waistband, the source added to the paper. When the victim refused to turn over his wallet and cell phone, the robbers pushed him to the ground, sources told the Post, after which they grabbed the items and fled. One of the muggers was described as a black male wearing a blue and white sweatshirt who hightailed it from the scene on a city bike, sources added to the paper. The other suspect was described as a black male wearing sunglasses and a blue mask, the Post noted. The mugging took place around 10.30 a.m. on a traffic island uh, at the intersection of Navy and York Streets, sources told the paper, adding that the victim's wallet, uh, adding that the victim's wallet, one block south of an entrance of the former Navy Yard, found a security guard and called 911. Uh, so, and the paper said spokesperson for Adams declined to comment. You know, now there are white-on-white -white crimes. Uh, so I can't say, uh, but there are uh, statistically and factually, uh, there are more black-on-black -black crimes than white-on-black, law enforcement-on-black, other non-white races on black combined. There are still more black-on-black -black crimes. Uh, this is... Um, this is the uh, uh, behaviors, I guess you could say, of these people. Uh, I don't know what color. I don't believe it says what color the aide was to this uh, uh, Adams. But he left this filth grow in his black democratic city. And this is what you have. This is what you have. Uh, 
I want to say, uh, good. Good. I hope his wallet was stuffed full of cash and credit cards. I hope those uh, two black people are out racking up some bills uh, on uh, this New York City mayor's aides. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, my. I just popped in my head, black and aides. Uh, and I had to chuckle. Uh, but this black uh, uh, mayor's aide mugged. <laughs> right broad daylight. He has his boss to thank for that. And his own stupidity uh, for... Uh, his own st uh, stupidity for supporting uh, his boss. So, you know, you you, uh, uh, you reap what you sow. Oh, let's see what else I have here. Uh, I had four articles marked here that uh, I wanted to touch on. Okay, here's one. Uh, this comes from the news source, gotutors.com. Uh, the headline to this one is, Principal Accused of Attempting to Fire Teachers for Being White. Imagine that. And, of course, this is a non-white. She looks like a uh, mixture, uh, to put it politely, a uh, mixture, not a full, full anything, a mongrel-type uh lady, which I use lady uh, very lightly. Uh, the New York High School, imagine that, New York High School for Law and Public Service is experiencing backlash from students who say the principal, Paula Lev, L-E-V, Lev, is creating disorganization and insanity at the school. Some teachers have quit and others have expressed plans to leave. This has been brought on by the principal's alleged attempt to fire white teachers due to the color of their skin. People, this is happening in our own white nation. These scumbags come here and want to destroy us. You know, I say this all the time. You see these cockroaches coming across the border. They are not coming here because they love America. They are coming here because they love what we have. And they will take what we have by any means. Because these scumbags, if you think they're going to come here and work their way to the top, you're crazy. Anybody that thinks that, you're crazy. These people that are coming here are not educated. They are not civilized. They can't read or speak our language. They don't care about our history, our culture, our religion, so uh, or our history. And to have them in office uh, of anything, uh, I've often said here on the show that I don't believe that non-whites should have any job that holds any type of authority over anyone, period, because this is what you have. 
anybody sitting out there looking at these immigrants, the photos and the videos uh, of these people coming across the southern border, and you feel an ounce of pity, if you feel an ounce of pity for these people, you're in the wrong country. The wrong country. And, you know, the sob stories, the sob pictures that they show on TV. A little girl drowns in the Rio Grande. Mother and father make it across alive. You know, these, these scumbags use their children for flotation devices. They send them to the border unaccompanied. This is their moral values. So think about that. When they treat their own kids that way, do you think they're going to treat yours better, white, white children better? They hate their own and they hate ours even more. They hate us. These people do not belong in our country. Uh, Paul Olev is a Dominican-American, which uh, scratch the American. You know, I get so sick of hearing uh, uh, Afro-American, uh, Chinese-American, hear Dominican-American, BS. I call BS. They're not Americans. They may be here, but they're not Americans. You know, I wonder how many uh, white people, if you move to uh, Africa, I wonder if they would call you Caucasian African. <laughs> or uh, American African. Or African, yeah, yeah. Uh, American African. But here, they're called African Americans because they're... Uh, uh, taking up space here, uh, causing a burden on our own system. And, you know, like I said, I can't say all of them, but it's enough of them that it's a burden. Uh, it doesn't take many. Uh, the uh, article continues here. Uh, Paul Alev is a Dominican-American who gained control of the school last year. Gained control. That's why these non-whites should have no office. I don't even think, personally, I don't even think uh, blacks should be, or any non-white should be uh, in law enforcement. Period. No jobs of any, uh, even uh, supervision jobs. You know, in my opinion, a non-white shouldn't even be a manager of a McDonald's. A worker, maybe, but not in charge of anything. Uh, although the student body is small, about 450 students, and the nation has been suffering from a teacher shortage, Lev gave four white staff members excess notices. Much like layoffs, these notices advised the teachers in question that they were no longer needed at the school. Our faculty, our faculty member complained to the Department of Education's Office of Equal Opportunity. They came forward with allegations that Paula Lev admitted she wanted to out white teachers from the school. After deliberation, the school's faculty charged her with flagrantly but unsuccessfully attempted, attempted to divide our school by race. Now, I believe they should be divided by race, honestly. Uh, but like people like this Paula Lev, uh, whatever whatever uh, mongrel 
uh, type she is, that should be who she should be teaching in their own schools. Not white students. Uh, segregation in America should be a must. And you know, everybody's afraid of that S word. The S word. Segregation. Who's whitey to want to segregate? We're just as good as you. Yet, there is natural uh, segregation in nature. There is natural segregation taking place in America. Uh, white folks are leaving the cities to move to the suburbs, and the blacks are moving to the cities. Why, why are blacks moving to the cities? God forbid a black try to be a farmer. Uh, they go to the cities because there's more people to sell drugs to. There's more stores to loot, more people to rob. Uh, you know, uh, and you know, I, like I said, I can't say all of them, but a majority. Because this is what they do. These non-white people in America are sucking the life out of us. You know, uh, it's it, it's almost like uh, if you have a heartbeat and require air, they will kill you. I wouldn't let these people, these non-white invaders, I wouldn't let them watch my goldfish until I went to the store for a loaf of bread. These people should have no authority positions at all. Uh, the story continues. Now students have petitioned to have those teachers reinstated. 17-year-old Angel Dillawar is the class valedictorian and is not afraid to speak out against the new principal. She created a change.org.petition to address the frightening issues students now face. She calls the school dangerous and notes rising violence rates, a deteriorating campus, and a lack of transparency. This is what you have, like I said, like the uh, uh, Democrat-run cities and states. Uh, you know, you add black to the Democrat, and this is what you have, deteriorating uh, cities deteriorating states, and in this case, uh, deteriorating campus, uh, rising violence rates within the school uh, system that this uh, non-white is in charge of. Look at the violence rates in the cities that are Democrat, black run. Uh, even white Democrat run. Uh, the petition also mentions the termination of the school's guidance counselor, Mr. Almonte. Right now, students are facing unprecedented mental health struggles. A national emergency has been declared regarding the state of youth mental issues. And so, if Paula Lev delivered a notice of excess to the school's counselor, it is highly suspicious. While most schools are seeking more counselors and student support aides, it seems counterproductive to lay off a teacher who is expressly working to help students through their struggles. Uh, you know, uh, I've did many articles on here. Of, um, you know, they go through their different subjects that are being taught in school, and every one of them is racist. Uh, they claim every one of them racist down to math. And uh, uh, it was California, Democrat-run state. Uh, there, I don't know if it was just one school system or if it's in the whole state, but 
Math teachers were told to start grading students by race because uh, the stupid ones, the stupid non-whites, couldn't keep up with the white children. So this is a way to uh, dumb down uh, white children, uh, those areas. They wouldn't teach algebra and things like that that a white student can pick up in, uh, you know, like seventh or eighth grade. Uh, little Toby, uh, he can't catch on to that uh, even uh, graduating. Baltimore, Baltimore, uh, a few months back, uh, graduated a student that couldn't read. Could not read. The parents were going to see the school because they graduated this black student uh, that couldn't even read. Graduated and couldn't read. Uh, but anyhow, the math deal, uh, what they were told to do, and this is, uh, this is my version, the simple version, of what that means. That means, uh, you know, this shows my age, probably don't even write on a chalkboard anymore, uh, but uh, suppose a teacher writes on a chalkboard 2 plus 2 equals. If a white student raises their hand and says 2 plus 2 equals 4, that is correct, and that is the true correct answer. But now a little stoop-de-doop Toby, if he raises his hand and says 2 plus 2 equals this many, while he's holding up three fingers, because it's he's stupid and black, that answer's correct. So, you know, the little Tobies of the country are graduating. You don't know basics of any uh, uh, education. That, that, that's the God's truth. I did that article, uh, oh, shoot, that might have been a year ago. Maybe even a little over a year ago. Uh, when that story broke, and I did it. And it you, you, that's not how they put it in the article. You know, they use the big fancy words and try to twist things around, uh, just like the dude at the Bible. So you don't realize, you know, actually what they're saying. But uh, common sense told me that you, this is what it means, and it's exactly what it means. Uh, this is why this uh, Paula Lev didn't want white teachers. The white teachers push the non-whites to try to educate them, whereas her, uh, she'll just let the little Tobies be stoop-de-dupes, give them good grades, and they graduate. And then guess what? Uh, come time to job hunt, little Toby gets the job over a white child because he's black. So pretty soon, look, look what America will be. It'll be a bunch of little Tobies running everything. Uh, and imagine bank jobs, anything where you'd have to count money. Uh, little Toby was graduated because he's retarded uh, and doesn't know any math, but he got a job uh, uh, probably as an accountant somewhere. Uh, he took the job from you because he's black. So you have a stupid uh, 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 black, black person that's been stupid since a child that can't keep up with white children. You know, that's the only way they can get them out of the school system in 12 years instead of the normal 16, and then they come out with a third-grade education anyhow. So if they just make uh, little Toby look smart, too, then, you know, he can graduate in 12 years, just like the child in uh, Baltimore. He can graduate and can't even read. Little Toby will graduate and can't even add, and probably get an accountant job before a white person would. You know, I shouldn't have to tell you about how long that'll take to... Uh, uh, really dumbed down America. And we're, we're starting to see this already. 
Look at the children that the system, the school system, is churning out now. Good grief. Little queers, little snot-nosed punks. They hate their country. They hate their race. They hate everything that was good about America. This is thanks to the indoctrination in the schools by people like this Paula Love. Uh, and I, I've often said that before. It is a shame, but many parents turn a blind eye to this. And, you know, uh, future generations coming out and look at America today. And, you know, p uh, people want to say, well, this isn't right. How did this happen? I'll tell you how it happened, because you didn't get involved. You didn't get involved. You know, maybe a white person uh, that doesn't have any children, but their uh, neighbor has some white children, and these types of things are going on in the school system. You, as a white person, just because you don't have children, when you see this, you need to get involved. You need to email the school. You need to go to school board meetings, whether you have a child or not. Uh, quit thinking about just yourself. Help your fellow white. Help your fellow child, whether you have children or not. By not getting involved, by tolerating this type of things, this is why we are the way we are today. We have nobody to blame but ourselves. Period. We've tolerated it. You know, many people will sit and say, oh, the government, this damn government, look what they're doing. Now, you know what? Look what we as white race in our own white Christian country have tolerated and allowed from our government. The government does the things that they do because we've allowed it. We've tolerated it. Now, like I said... Before, and I'll say it again, before I'm misquoted on something, I do not promote at all. I do not promote the overtaking of a government by uh, force. I mean, there are legal ways to do it, uh, so I do not promote that. So before somebody uh, gets a bunch in their panties uh, about what I just said, now I'm going to tell you how you don't have to tolerate this. And you can buck the system without violence. Uh, the organization I booked, uh, the Knights Party of the Ku Klux Klan. Uh, Knights Party isn't just a name. The Knights Party is a legally registered third political party in America with the goal of political power. Will it be easy? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. We're bucking a pretty big system. Uh, that is why I say that if uh, you don't want to join an organization, at least support one. At least support one. Uh, if you'd like information on how you can do that, uh, email me here at the show. Call me at the show, and uh, I could send you the uh, uh, mailing address. Uh, to the Knights Party and send in some donations. Uh, even this show, this website, uh, this is only one of many uh, websites uh, that we have. Uh, we have White Pride Homeschool, 
www.homeschoolmoms.com that will show people how to uh, go about starting to homeschool their children. Uh, we have our pu public website, www.kkknationaloffice.com. We have the news one here, Alt-Right TV, which is the home of White Pride Radio. Uh, these are are uh, are are not free. Uh, these aren't uh, you know just uh, I don't know how to put it little chump set up uh, websites. These websites are top notch, uh, kept up with. Uh, you know how uh, our people uh, are attacked. Uh, and so you know just the security on a website like ours. Uh, is uh, uh, high, uh, you know, that that doesn't come free either. Uh, so support. Uh, if you go to uh, KKK, www.kkknationaloffice.com, uh, there is an email thing there. Uh, email. Email and see how you can help. Uh, because, uh, you know, it's needed. Uh, it, this this isn't going to be done just by a few people. Uh, if you can't join, support. Uh, because uh, uh, I believe uh, the Knights, Knights Party has a great shot of gaining political power. Uh, our goal is to get our name in every household throughout the country to see that we are not, um, you know how uh, Ku Klux Klan uh, is portrayed. And I'm not knocking any Ku Klux Klan organization in America. Uh, that's not for me to do. I don't worry about other Ku Klux Klan organizations and what they are doing. Uh, I have friends uh, from uh, other uh, Ku Klux Klan organizations, and God bless them. I love them like a brother. They are my brother. They are my biological brother and sister. Uh, there's uh, many women uh, within the Klan. But when I say this, I'm talking about how Hollywood uh, portrays uh, Ku Klux Klan organizations. They are portrayed as beer-bellied, ignorant, ignoramuses. Uh, you know, uh, we are portrayed as uh, stoop-de-dupes, imbeciles. And, uh, you know, uh, it's not so. It's not true. Um my guess would be uh, the Knights Party is probably the most feared uh, organization in America because uh, <coughs> our enemies know that we have a, a damn good chance of achieving our goals. That scares them. Uh, you know, uh, going out on the corner, uh, hollering the N-word at people and, uh, you, you know, doing things like that. They don't fear that. That makes us look stupid. Uh, so, uh, in my opinion, I do believe I picked the uh, uh, best Ku Klux Klan organization uh, that I possibly could have. I didn't make a rush decision. I knew it was going to uh, have to be a uh, Ku Klux Klan organization that uh, I joined. Uh, and this one I followed. I followed the Knights Party for two years before I joined. I uh, followed them on the Internet to see what they were doing, what they were about. And uh, I'll tell you. Um, leaps and bounds and progress of achieving our goal of political power. That's not going to happen overnight. You know, I may not even see it in my life, but it is a fight worth fighting because uh, 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 non-Silva said Anthor 
The Klan motto means not for self, but others. You know, I don't do what I do. Uh, I don't do my radio shows or, uh, you know, uh, post news on websites, uh, uh, answer emails and things like that. Uh, I don't do that for myself because I may not see uh, this come to fruition in my lifetime, but I want to see it come to fruition into fruition uh, in America's youth lifetime. Uh, that's what I worry about. That's why I say, you know, so many people that just sit around, if something isn't uh, affecting them, you know, they don't care about their white brother or sister. Uh, we have to care about our future. And our future is our children. And right now, look at what the school systems are churning out. And it's because of people like this Paula Lev and the tolerance of it. Uh, you can make change. You can stop tolerating the things that are happening legally, without violence. So, before I am misquoted, uh, I wanted to say that. because, And, and I say this on uh, quite a few shows. Because when I say we're in the shape we're in because we tolerated it, we allowed it, most people would probably think, oh, he's a vigilante. Uh, he he's a hoodlum. Uh, this guy's promoting violence. Uh, I am doing just the opposite uh, because acts of violence will do nothing. Uh, you know, and the left wants us to uh, show violence because when you do, they can put you in jail and put you in per, uh, prison forever. Look at our poor brothers and sisters uh, over the January 6th protest. They're still sitting, some of them, in solitary confinement in jails and prisons. That's all you hear, this January 6th committee. Yet, the summer of 2020, we watched the blacks and Antifa burn cities to the ground, loot stores empty, cause other crimes, murder cops, no investigation. Nothing. So, would you look at that? Look at the, the January 6th protesters and compare that to the summer of 2020. You should get the picture. Uh, so, you know, you don't want to go out and do violent acts. Uh, we won't beat this system with violence. We will beat it with brains. Most definitely, because the left doesn't have any brains. Uh, so I'm going to finish up with this article. This is the fourth one that I had. Uh, I had uh, a list. I always get a list of uh, articles, but these were the most uh, four important ones uh, that I really wanted to discuss this Tuesday evening. This last one comes from the news source, The Blaze. And the headline to this is, Michael Moore gets brutally mocked after threatening to give up full citizenship in post-Roe America. Now, if you remember back uh, uh, over the riots uh, over a junkie that overdosed, unfortunately, under the knee of a white police officer, uh, which sits in prison right now for doing his job, uh, for uh, using a technique that he was taught in uh, police academy. Think about that. See, here's how they uh, prison gone 
erased over a worthless junkie. A worthless junkie that most likely would not have died if he wasn't under the influence of methamphetamine or no, fentanyl and heroin. Or maybe it was fentanyl, methamphetamine. Whatever it was, it was a cocktail of drugs that would have killed a horse. If he would have followed law enforcement's instructions, got in the back of the car, went down to the police station or uh, central booking, he would have gotten medical attention and he'd still be sucking air. He'd still be out committing crimes. Nobody talks about uh, his crimes. <clears throat> but anyhow, when this was all going on, there was many uh, black actors and actresses and uh, your uh, uh, mud sharks, uh, your white, uh, anti-white idiots uh, that said the same thing. Uh, just well, like this Michael Moore, he appears to be white. Uh, give up his citizenship. But these, over the, the George Floyd uh, ordeal, <coughs> many actors came forward and said if there wasn't justice, they were giving up their citizenship. They were leaving America. Well, guess what? Who cares? Get the hell out. Do you think I'm going to care because uh, some uh, Jew puppet actor leaves the country? Of course not. You know, if that's your views, this is what you want to see in America, most definitely. Get the hell out. You don't belong. And this Michael Moore, I forget who he is. He's a, uh, and I'm not knocking uh, obese people. Uh, you know, some people have, uh, it, you know, the, certain genes. Uh, you know, some people are big bone, but th this he just looks like a fat cow, and uh, he he wants to give up his citizenship. Uh, I'll tell you one thing: he ate damn well in his life. To give up his citizenship. He wouldn't eat like that in Africa uh, unless he was eating the little pygmy children, which it looks like he had a few. Uh, but anyhow, uh, let's get to this article. As the left continues to fall apart in the wake of the Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe v. Wade, a few notable celebrities, such as Green Day singer Billy Joe Armstrong and liberal, uh, here we, liberal filmmaker Michael Moore, have threatened to give up their U.S. citizenship in protest of restrictive abortion laws in conservative states. Give them up and get the hell out. You know, I'm not even going to give this uh, uh, toad uh, any more of my uh, airtime. Uh, the purpose was to say that, if, you know, if you don't like America, if you don't like our culture, if you don't like our heritage, and you don't like our history... Uh, you most definitely are uh, in the wrong country. So by all means, give up your citizenship and get the hell out. Go to wherever you're happy. You know, don't make me miserable because you're miserable. You know, if if you don't like America, leave. Nobody's keeping you here. Nobody cares. Uh, nobody cares if Michael Moore gives up his citizenship and leaves. Uh, apparently, uh, by the looks of him, what Michael Moore eats in a day's time might feed six families for a week. So please, leave. Uh, you know, there are starving families out there. Uh, they're they're uh, killed in taxes to feed these non-whites, uh, so they ain't eating very well. So uh, uh, leave, fatso. Uh, feed, feed America. There, there you go. You can do that. Uh, leave America with the slogan, Feeding America, because you won't be eating... Uh, 
uh, six families worth of meals in a week uh, that that family would probably only get to eat uh, in a month's time. So, you know, th this really, uh, you know, and I hate to, uh, uh, you know, pick at somebody about their weight. Uh, I really don't. I'm overweight. Uh, I'm not huge, uh, but I am overweight. I would probably be considered uh, obese by a medical doctor. Uh, so, you, you know, I don't uh, knock on people uh, for their weight. But when you're living in a country with the opportunity to weigh as much as you do, just like uh, Michael Moore, uh, you shouldn't bitch about where you're living because you're eating well. You're making plenty of money. Uh, leave America and see how much you eat and how much uh, money you make uh, as a director. And, the, you know, these people know that. Uh, there was people that claimed uh, that many times over many things in America. And guess what? They're still here sucking up uh, our air. Uh, people that hate America, eating our food, taking up our space, breathing our air. Uh, you're a burden. You're a burden. If there's any uh, enemies uh, to the white race or to America listening to the show tonight, leave. Get the hell out of my country. I don't care. Uh, you know, threatening me to leave makes me happy. That makes me happy to hear you want to leave. You know, the, uh, these people that do that, it's like a, a child's temper tantrum. If I don't get what I want, I'm going to run away. Well, go. <coughs> we don't care. We don't need you. Bunch of ball babies. You know, uh, if I'm with a friend and he goes to a friend's house and I'm with him and I don't like them people, I won't go back. I'll leave. It's simple. It's not hard. You know, uh, you know, even uh, for churches, which this one world church BS going on in America today, I don't support any of these uh, outside churches. Uh, none of them are any good. Uh, a lot support homosexuality. A lot support um, miscegenation, race mixing. Uh, you know, it's wrong. It's a sin. Uh, I think I did an article uh, last Thursday or last Tuesday uh, about a Catholic church had a, uh, a day, a sermon directed to an apology to the LGBTQ community. Yeah, that's right. That's not a church. I even forget where I was going with that. Oh, yeah, if you don't like a church, you know, if you're a Christian and uh, you don't realize, which you should realize now because I just told you, but if you are a Christian and uh, you attend uh, a certain church and you don't like that uh, church, you don't like the congregation, uh, maybe they're uh, snotty, hypocritical, like most uh, churchgoers today in the one-world churches, uh, you go to a different one. It's simple. You don't. You just don't go there. Uh, if you would go to my church, attend the church. Uh, I don't attend. I, I listen to the uh, sermons uh, over the internet. But you know, if somebody else doesn't like it, they ain't gonna listen to it. They'll leave. They'll go to their own one-world church and uh, be happy with the queers and the miscegenators. That's that's your choice. And America is the same way. If you're not happy within America, leave. Get out. See you. Kick rocks. Don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out. Uh, and Michael Moore, you'd have a pretty wide one. You'd probably bust the door. Okay, that's my last jab, jab at him. 
Uh, we're going to close up the show, wrap up the show here this evening. Uh, I will be back here on Thursday, July 14th, two days from now at 7 p.m. with a new The Rust Belt Klansman show right here on White Pride Radio. Uh, look me up on VK. VK is Russia's version of Facebook. Uh, VK app is in the uh, uh, Google Play Store. Uh, download it and enjoy your freedom. Uh, ironically, uh, Russia's version of Facebook, VK, uh, you have freedom of speech. You have freedom of speech, most definitely. Uh, so look me up there. I'm under my name, Paul Brown. Uh, underneath my, uh, I have a photo, uh, uh, a profile picture of myself there. And under the profile in the bio, it says Knights Party National Office Administration. Uh, you find that? That's me. Uh, if you can't find me, email the show or call the show, text the show, and I'll send you the link to my uh, profile, my ID number to my profile. Uh, and send me a friend request on VK. Um, I'm also on Facebook, but I am not under my real name on Facebook. Uh, many people know and have, have uh, heard already uh, through the show here that I have been banned from Facebook three times permanently for life uh, within a month. Uh, well, uh, like I said about the Jew not being uh, as smart as they think, I mean, they're very cunning, they're very sneaky. <laughs> but they are not the smartest. Uh, I have two profiles now on VK, just because. You know, I could care less if I'm on Facebook or not. I don't care. Uh, Facebook means nothing to me. I have a, f a few friends there, uh, but my friends also have uh, my phone number, my email address. Uh, you know, I don't need VK to contact uh, my white brothers and sisters. I just did it because I don't like being told what to do. Uh, I didn't post anything offensive on Facebook to be banned. So I have two profiles now. Uh, I can send you the link to those if you email the show, uh, call the show, leave a message, a text message, and I'll send you the link to uh, Facebook too. You can send me a friend request. Uh, speaking of, the email address to the Rust Belt Klansman Show, very simple. This is all lowercase letters. Hey, Rust Belt Klansman at mail.com. That's the new show's email address, a nice, simple one. All small letters. Hey, Rust Belt Klansman at mail.com. You can also call the show at area code 412-254-6226. You can leave a voice message or a text. Uh, unfortunately, uh, I cannot answer that phone. I'm too busy uh, with uh, duties and uh, I have other uh, obligations uh, that require a good deal of my time, so I don't have time to answer the phone calls. I do listen to every voice message. I read every text, and if it is something that uh, you need an answer to or you have a question, uh, about the show or whatever. Uh, you can send in news articles that maybe you want to hear me discuss on the show. Uh, get something off your mind. Say you love the show. Say you hate the show. Uh, you know, it, it's welcome. Uh, you don't have to like the show. Uh, when you don't like it, uh, just don't listen. It's simple. 
You know, we all don't like the same things. Uh, so uh, you don't have to like the show. I don't try uh, to force people that don't like something to like it, just to be in the in crowd. Uh, so, you know, and my show is the same. If you don't like it, you don't have to listen. I'm cool with that, too. It doesn't matter. I could care less. Who listens? Who doesn't? Or who likes it, I should say. Who likes it and who doesn't? Uh, because I have many, many uh, loyal listeners. And uh, that would bother me to lose a loyal listener. So when I say, you know, I don't care if you listen to my show or you don't listen to my show. I'm not being ignorant. I'm just saying that you have that freedom. Thanks to people like me fighting for our freedoms. You still have the freedom uh but we're losing that freedom to like or dislike what you want. So that's the point that I'm making. Uh, you have uh, that right. My white brothers and sisters out there until Thursday, uh, July 14th at 7 p.m. Stay safe. Take care of each other and stand shoulder to shoulder. And remember what I always say about uh, standing shoulder to shoulder, helping. Uh, making a change legally. Uh, if you don't know how to do that, email the show. I'll tell you how you can help, uh, what you can do to help uh, our movement. Uh, I'm not a, uh, I guess, a recruiter of sorts. I am, in a way, uh, for uh, the Knights Party. But, you know, I don't force people. I don't say, well, if you don't join the Knights Party, you're no good. You're no help. Uh, because, like I said, uh, some people just simply can't join for one reason or another, and that's okay. Uh, but, uh, my goodness, at least support uh, the organizations that are out there fighting for your rights as well. Uh, you know, uh, throw some crumbs to uh, those of us that are in the trenches every day uh, fighting for all of our rights as white people, as God's chosen people. Uh, so, anyhow, uh, you need information like that. Email the show, call the show, leave a voicemail, leave a text message. Uh, go to www.kkknationaloffice.com. Uh, I ran the uh, commercial here at the beginning of the show. Uh, and ask, you know, what can I do to help? I'm not interested in joining. Uh, I don't want to join, but what can I do to help? Uh, there's many ways to help, so uh, uh, check it out. Uh, get involved. Help us. Help us make change legally. Help us... Help the Knights Party reach its goal of political power. Because if you go to the website and you see our beliefs, what we stand for, I will bet you, you will agree with at least 90%. My guess, you would agree with about 90% of everything uh, that we are about and what we stand for. Uh, so check it out. Don't just uh, figure out ah, the Ku Klux Klan. Uh, that's a bunch of... Uh, uh, old geezers that aren't doing anything in America today. Uh, they're washed up. I, I assure you, uh, we have not gone anywhere. We have not gone anywhere. Um, you know, sometimes uh, your best uh, defense is to be invisible. Sometimes it isn't. Uh, but I assure you, uh, the Knights Party isn't a bunch of old geezers that are washed up. We have many, many uh, uh, young members, great members, uh, 
a great, a, just a great organization from the leadership down. Great organization. So check that out. As always, from the Rust Belt Klansman Show, myself, the Invisible Knight, White Power. <laughs> <laughs>